welcome. This is Culture Contrarian. And for those people that like to troll me, my name's Ryan Miller. I'm not afraid of you to get my, my name. Um, and I broadcast on many platforms as Modern Babylon. And I have a couple of people in the room here and there's others that are gonna hear this on replay. And I just want to start out by saying that the actions that have happened against myself, others have witnessed of me attempting to be reasonable with actors. These are not public servants who honor their oath. They are violating their oath and they're acting in their private person capacity, demonstrating authority that they don't have. And they're doing things in so many constitutional violations, violation of the law, violation of statutes, violation of, of the Sunshine Act. And it's not just one school district. It is a systemic problem across our country, but Pennsylvania's legal structure is a little bit more disingenuous, disingenuous to disadvantage us citizens. That's a chapter for a whole nother book. But I wanted to come today and kind of vent about what I am seeing happening within one school district being multiplied across multiple districts. And that many school districts are going through an aggressive posture of creating and enhancing their policies. And these policies are to further restrain private citizens and make it very difficult for the citizens to hold school officials, superintendents, principals, and the school board accountable. Now, I speak that authoritatively because I've read those policies and I've downloaded them and each, each of the series 237 through the 900 series, all of these, while the language, this, the, the language that's written may not sound objectionable because it is framed in a way that it's to advance peace and safety within the schools. But, but Ronald Reagan said, when the government comes to you and say they're doing something to keep you safe, you should run away because something is happening on the sidelines that's taking your freedom and your liberty and your rights away. So it's not necessarily the words, it's their threat of enforcing those who violate those policies. And policies are not law, they're just requests, they're, they're guidelines, or it's a, a guardrail that's an invisible guardrail. So as I was reading through these policies and I've been conversing with people with the, about them, I'm of the opinion that because school board meetings don't have any parents going to them, there, the, there's maybe a, a token representation that watches them online. But it's, it's not just merely sitting and consuming what's happening at the school board. It's knowing how to, to interact with the school board and all of these barriers that they put before you and I've often said, if you expect the school board to respond to you, you're a putz because they don't have to respond to you. You have to demand response and you have to hold them accountable to their sworn duties. So as these school board meetings are happening, a portion in public, a portion in executive session away from public, sunshine laws are being violated routinely. That small group of people that's watching online or maybe sitting in the audience, Sure, they can get up and speak, but they have no, let me not say no, they have very limited ability to change any action of the school board or the school administration or teachers 
zero. Why? Because they don't know how. They don't know the power that they have and how to exercise that power. So they're hoping that their little three minute speech or their petition will have some ability to change or the threat of a lawsuit will have some change. But the reality is the only ability to hold them accountable to change is when you have the ability to pierce their qualified immunity. All else is just a joke. It's a, it's a procedural argument that is being funded by the taxpayers to keep the citizens in their place. Know your place. You are a slave on the plantation of the state. That's what we are. Officers are walking around with the same shackles that we put slaves on a ship and had them in the same restraint devices. That slavery has not been abandoned. It's just a new plantation, folks. So my guidance has been learn how to hold your public officials accountable, whether it's a school board, whether it's your local town council, whether it's your politicians locally or it's your state representatives or congressmen, your district attorney or your police. But you've got to know what your rights are before you can stand in an attempt to hold them accountable. So I say, don't expect to hold them accountable until you know what that even looks and smells like, because the other side of that equation is how the state will retaliate against you. I went to my local police and I explained the lawless actions that are being perpetrated against me in color of law. And I said, I'm a law-abiding citizen. Listen to the way I'm talking to you, how respectful I am. I'm appreciating of the services that you provide. I'm not a defund the police guy. I'm just saying, who do I call when a fellow officer is violating my rights to say, time out, stop, don't do that. And the guy goes, oh, that's a sticky situation. I'm like, no, it's not a sticky situation. Who has taken an oath that is willing to stand and honor their oath in front of another fellow officer? I got silence, folks. I got silence. He said, your remedy is the court, but I don't want to take the officer to court. I want him to honor his oath and be the, the public servant that he is. And I don't want to have to rely on the remedy of our justice system, knowing how lopsided that is and all the effort that I need to go to, to hold him accountable. Folks that have been following me since October or whenever they started following me know there's a huge amount of effort to hold public servants accountable. So you're what you're experiencing inside your schools, suck it up, buttercup. And don't worry about kitty litter boxes going in the restroom. A person that has a male appendage walking into a female restroom, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the books that are coming, coming in word form of Pornhub into your school. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the teacher going hands-on and taking your kid's phone and throwing them into a closet. Don't worry about that. Just that's the new normal, folks. And if you're upset about it, your only power to fight against it is to learn what your rights look like, to stand firm in your rights and to hold people accountable and pierce qualified immunity. If you don't want to step into the school board meeting and you don't want to listen and you don't want to get involved, keep your kids in that system and take a roll of the dice and see what kind of kid comes out. I project that our country is doomed. It's already doomed because we got a whole generation of kids that don't even know this. I'm in a generation of parents that we weren't even taught civics. 
I had to learn civics on my own. And civics has been abolished through academia. On September 17th, there's supposed to be education on our constitution. How many schools are going through that curriculum? How many parents even know that that curriculum is supposed to be going on September 17th? Not a one. So quit your bitching, pardon me. Quit your bitching at your school board. Accept the product that they spit out at the end when they walk down the aisle and they feel compelled to shake the hands of these academicians and these leaders that have been tyrannizing them for their entire school year, giving them indoctrination to further become enslaved and add more lengths of chain of, of restraint against us, or you have an option, homeschool them. Go to put them in a charter school, pay for a private school. It has gotten to the point that I have looked at social media and these little small groups on Facebook and Telegram that are chatting away and posting this link here, this link there. You folks have no clue what's going on inside that school. You're reading these little articles. You have no idea what the Constitution is. You don't know your First Amendment, right? You don't know your Second. You don't know your Fourth. You don't know the Tenth. You don't know the Fourteenth. So just take that document, throw it away, and it, it, admit you are going to be those people that are bowing before the idol of Moloch and Baal. California just passed legislation to legalize abortion 28 days after birth, out of the womb. Folks, that's infanticide. This is a product that's coming out of our education system. They're all being indoctrinated down this progressive woke insanity. And it's up to you parents to say, stop, pause. Do we have a method? a moral or an ethical foundation that, that points to the divine, or are we just gonna be reprobate? I'm embroiled in a discussion in attempting to reason with the school board officials. They totally, they have created the most atrocious narrative to disparage, defame, malign me. And all of my evidence is an attempt to be reason with them, to reason, be reasonable and reason with them based upon what the constitution says. I've sent them emails and I was dismissed. I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. You're a distraction, you're an annoyance. A lot of straw man ad hominem nastiness. And I come back and I said, listen, you provided the opportunity that we could talk. I'd like to invite the opportunity for all school board members to sit down across the table and on the record, and let's have a reasonable conversation. I'm ignored, folks. And I don't expect to be listened to. I honestly don't. I don't expect justice from reprobate. I don't expect them to acknowledge me because they sit in this ivory tower protected by qualified immunity and Graham versus Connor and Fraser v. Cup. The list is long. So they, they have isolated us and we've allowed them to be isolated because we kept our head down and trusted people that are not trustworthy. I want to reason with them. Assuming that will never happen, my only remedy is in the court. But those people that have followed me 
know that because the system is so out of kilter that I have to have overwhelming evidence to demonstrate their reckless disregard for the law. Now, fortunately for me, I've got more than sufficient evidence. That doesn't mean when I get into court that I'm gonna experience a lawful judge, but it will be evidence for the, the, we, the people, to see how much effort we need to go through to get it into the justice system. I'll show you how much weight is on my side and I should win. The attorneys say I should win. And maybe that will be a little bit of a click for people to say, wow, maybe we can participate and learn how to do this. And maybe not just one person can do it, but maybe we can get a small group of 10, 20, 50 people that can be responsible to take this on. Or suck it up buttercup and don't do anything and just complain and feel justified in your complaint because it is a justifiable complaint. But the complaint itself is not any action. That's just a bitch. Put some meaningful action behind it. So I just wanted to put that out. That was my rant. And I'm going to share this on social media for others to hear. I'm going to continue my fight. But those people that are on these small groups that are just doing this cut, paste, share, link, smile, emoji, laugh, keep at it. You're the troglodytes that I don't need to interact with. Go figure it out on your own. Nino Grease Minnelli on DC 101 was a very popular DJ and during the 80s and 90s. He had three little letters that he would pretty much just say throughout his broadcast. And it was AMF. And it was adios. And it was two, two words that are not too nice. And I'm just saying AMF to, to those people that are just ranting and bitching. I'm going to focus with people that want to stand free and want to learn their constitutional rights and safely stand free in the face of tyranny. This is Culture Contrarian. Put that in your intellectual pipe and smoke it.